You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. So the headline reads, Ex-Terrorist Confirms Mass Visions of Jesus in Gaza. Now, we all know Gaza, right? Hamas, they're all now household words. He says thousands of Muslims are going to come to Christ. He's a former Palestinian sniper turned Christian. Yep, you heard that correctly. Believes, you talk about WWE, uh, the, 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 the Undertaker, you know, wrestler t- becoming a Christian. This guy's a former Palestinian sniper. He's a follower of Christ now. And he believes revival is going to break out in Gaza and thousands are going to come to Christ after the end of the Israeli-Hamas war. Wow, that's awesome. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. This is kind of interesting. This is to you, parent or grandparent. It's an interesting question. How old do you have to be to direct message? You know, somebody says, hey, uh, if you're interested, DM me, you know. Just send me a direct message. How old do you have to be? To direct message. It ha- I have a purpose in asking that. And I'm going to go to Jonathan McKee at Plugged In. The answer is 16, at least now. TikTok raised the age to 16 a couple years ago to, and I quote, put in place stronger proactive protections to keep younger members of our community safe. Now think about that statement for a moment because the most common question I'm asked at my parent workshops is, what age is it okay to give my kids a smartphone? I.e., when are my kids mature enough to make good decisions on their own about who they talk to, how to recognize and respond to predators, etc.? If TikTok felt the pressure to raise their DM feature to age 16, what does that tell you? Perhaps it's time to rethink just handing our young children devices with access to social media. For more about the screens in your kids' pockets, visit us at PluggedIn.com radio. I'm Jonathan McKee, author of Parenting Generation Screen with Focus on Families, Plugged In. The Sound of Life. Yes, good morning, sir. To anyone that says it's 2024 and Christianity is so irrelevant, oh. ask them 2,024 years since what? The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. He is that morning person. Coming back on Saturday from the Dominican Republic trip, um, I was watching, I couldn't take my eyes off of it, the people in front of me, just to the left, watching a documentary. And I didn't even know there was such a thing. I've heard people talk who have escaped from North Korea. Uh, I could I could tell what was going on because it was subtitled. So I, I couldn't take my eyes off of it. And it was incredible. It followed a family, grandma, uh, a child, you know, and, and, uh, and, and her grandchildren. So a family of five. And they got out. It was one of the most bizarre things. And it is hard, hard, hard to do. The pastor that gets people out of North Korea has been doing it for 10 years. He's saved about 1,000 people in those 10 years. But he said 10 years ago, you know, it wasn't uncommon. I mean, I would I would come out of North Korea, go to China. You go back and forth. You have to sneak. But it was way easier than now. The surveillance now is off the, off the chain, as they say. I mean, it really is. And he was d- demonstrating that a little bit. So it makes the life of this person pretty incredible. And, and I mean, there is a real ugly side to this, obviously, if you get caught. And the chances of getting caught are very high because the surveillance is, is very high. 
And something I hadn't thought about, they said, you know, even if you can get across the frozen river, you get into China, you don't look like you belong there. So right away, they're going to know something's up. And they reciprocate with North Korea. They, they will arrest you in a heartbeat and send you back to North Korea. And boy, it will not be good after that. And that's an understatement. So we are going to pray uh, for the continued ministry of a woman named Inji. You just have to spell it in your head. Inji. She was living in North Korea. And she put her faith in Christ. Now that right there is very dangerous. But she stepped it up a couple of notches. NG started smuggling Bibles into North Korea. I, I can't even, mm, I mean, that is so brave. It's amazing. And when you see these brave people of the faith, you're like, it's you? <laughs> you're the hero? You're the one that in the face of this is doing that? That's amazing. I, I, I don't know if there's ever been a time, and I mean, I know the church started in Rome and it was tremendous persecution and stuff, but... It's just absolutely amazing. But she got arrested uh, in North Korea. They locked her in a hotel room. And they do a thing that's called interrogation. It means try not to break every bone in your body. But they, they just really, you know, it's, it's really bad. I don't go into all that. But uh, she prayed. She prayed, Father God, it is not yet my time to go to you. I have more work for you. Please deliver me. Wow. And he did. Absolutely. And you get out of North Korea, it's a, it's a miracle. There's no two ways about it. And miraculously, she escaped. And she and her family, her family, defected to South Korea. You know what they do today? They're active in their local church, and they minister to other North Korean defectors because it's happening. <laughs> it's a miracle. And it happens. Wow. We, so that's why we're praying for NG, uh, for God to continue to strengthen her in her faith. I mean, I, you know, you're like, dude, you're at the top. <laughs> you're at the top level of, of living out your faith in dangerous situations. Pray for your, your ministry and your faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. He'll put a smile on your face no matter what side of the bed you got up on. Jesus painted the most brilliant imagery and pictures in the stories and the parables that he told. And yet this pastor, he's a, a modern-day pastor, uh, came out with, and I heard this, and I, I was like, where is he going with this? And I thought, wow, that is really kind of neat, using a robe that you wear and then coming. Well, I let, him, I let him explain the whole thing. Just take a deep breath. And realize this is an image of what God does for you. Imagine you're wearing a, a rope. And then every time you sin, Satan comes up and writes your sin on the rope. Lust, addiction, adultery, lying. Every time you get drunk, there's a liquor stain. Every time you get high, there's a burn stain. And you have to continually wear it. And you've been wearing it your whole life. It's disgusting. At this point, it is just completely filthy. Satan is standing there screaming at you. He is naming everything you've ever done and everything you failed to do. And you are just devastated because you know it's true. And in the picture, there is Jesus and he is wearing pure white clean. And Jesus walks over to you and he says, I want you to take your robe off. And he puts his robe on you and then he puts your robe on you. 
tells Satan, I'm going to die for their sin. And you can no longer accuse them because there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. He is that morning person. Kind of a concept like you can't keep certain things in the bathroom. I came across this article. It's got to be a Saturday Night Live skit. It has to be. But, I mean, it's from a reputable source. And they're like, you know, because of the moisture in the bathroom, there's certain things you shouldn't keep there, like makeup. (laughs) Women are like going, what? That's what they say. They say the moisture... Uh, encourages <clears throat> bacteria growth, okay? And then there's, of course, the all-time favorite medicine and supplements. The medicine cabinet is in the bathroom. <laughs> That's where it's historically been. But no, we can't do that anymore. Uh, you know, historically, of course, bathrooms, I don't know if that's true anymore. It's not in our bathroom because we have phones to look at instead of the Life magazine. But there used to be a rack with all the magazines in it and everything. But, you know, that we know what happens to those. Okay, I got that. Uh, non-waterproof electronics, right? Uh, when I got my first phone, I believe it was a smartphone years ago, <laughs> the, it was very strict. You don't even want to take that in the bathroom even when you're brushing your teeth. I was with Snat in a snowbank for two weeks and it worked. So I'm thinking it's probably better than you think. But... Of course, not, you know, electronics, you got to have the electronics made for the bathroom, extra razors. Isn't that where? <laughs> really? Keep, no, keep them in the most inconvenient place in your house. Jewelry, I can understand. Towels? Really? They're, they're talking about the folded towels. Okay, fine. You know, we don't all live in a spread out, plush place, you know. And my favorite is the backup paper products. Don't keep backup paper products in the bathroom. Fine. That roll that's sitting there to go in on the spindle when the one that's about to run out. Put that one in the most inconvenient place you can find because we don't. Okay. It got me going. So basically what I'm going to do is go home and take everything out of the bathroom. Just take it all and put it in a big box and uh, dump it on my wife's side of the bed. You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the Sound of Life, the Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org.